That's a little too bright, huh? How do you like that? Who cares if the video looks good? I don't post it. I don't post it as a video, so why do I care? Here's, I'm gonna make a little behind the scenes, you know, comment here. Um, basically, I do these as YouTube videos. I do them as streams. So then I have the whole episode before I... Who fucking cares? People don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about babes, bullets, and boogers. I got all three. I got all your babes, bullets, and boogers news. I don't know what that is, but I guess I committed to it. So here we go. Today's top babe of the week. You got Jennifer Henson. Runner-up, Charnicle Gables. They're both hot. They're both here. Bullet of the week, probably the one you're not getting shot by. Best booger? Well, best booger is always your own. That's always true. Doesn't matter. So now that that segment's over, it's time to go to the next one. Just we're just moving. I'm just moving it along. You know, I have all these. I have all these great, 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 great ideas planned, and I just, um, as as you can tell by the way that I'm saying them, they sound premeditated upon. They sound like you know something somebody thought of. What's today? So today, okay, so Thanksgiving week, it's a three-day week. Strange thing about about Thanksgiving week, every day has a Thursday vibe. Do you know what I mean? Three Thursdays in a row. And then you have to go home. You have to, you have to eat candied yams. I would do anything for candied yams. Except learn how to make them. Anything but that. YouTube plays ads, um, what you can do, here's a little cheat code. When the ad comes up, if you press on the info button, you can press stop seeing this ad, and then you can say return to video. So, I'm just basically saying I don't like any of these ads, and the thing I don't like about them is that they're ads, and I wish they weren't there. So that's my least favorite thing about this ad. So I think at some point they're just going to be like, hey, look at Beatles. Check out a, be- a local Beatles sometime. Brought to you by the National Beatle Council. Okay, so there's one fruit fly. And I'm acutely, acutely, deeply aware of this fruit fly's presence. And it's going to try to fly in my, fly in my drink. You can't trust bugs. I don't care what the National Beetle Council was telling you during the Super Bowl. How do they have that kind of money? You know, what are they, like, what are they, what is going on there? There's something dark. It's dark. Don't trust them. That segment is over. As you know, um, we're really, you know, we're digging the bottom of the barrel for content. And so I thought, you know, just well ahead of time, uh, I thought I would tease uh, Slurp Von Lipstick. So we're just trying to boost ratings a little bit, you know. Um, just trying to get a little bit of interest in Slurp Von Lipstick, because that's what he wants. He likes attention. If he doesn't get attention, he's going to, like, start coming to, like, my house and trying to hang out with me, and I don't want that. So I need him to maintain some level of notoriety. I know he's known in the... In the, uh, the the time community, like the time enthusiasts, 
he's well connected, but in terms of normal people and not fucking dorks, nerds noting how beautiful the hand looks as it moves, as it moves on a clock, fucking time idiots. I hate time. And I don't care who- I don't care if that offends Slurp Von Lipstick, I hope it does. I hope he finds out about it when he's driving, and I hope it comes up on his phone. And I hope he crashes. And you know, I hope he flies through the windshield over the Grand Canyon. And he obtains such velocity that he shoots up into the sky. And he dissolves. So that's that's t later to come. Slurp, he's gonna be doing fucking whatever. I have no idea. I have no idea what he does. I know what I do. I come out here. I do a little song and dance. I put on my top hat. I have a cane. Oh, I just realized nobody can see that because this is audio. Oh fuck. I spent so much money on shoes. Hey, that reminds me, uh, today's show brought to you by, uh... Shoes.com? Go to shoes.com, buy shoes? Okay, so, uh, weather check, it's, uh... 15, it's 56, uh... There are some people who can't handle the, like, high-octane energy that I bring. If you need to, you can play the podcast at half speed so that you can actually comprehend what I'm saying. Because it's just, uh, I'm just expressing words so perfectly that it's impossible to even keep up with how perfectly expressed they are. You can also pitch my voice up. It, which won't help, but it'll be fun. It would be funny, maybe. So uh, I want to update my babes, boogers, and bullets list. New information has come to light that has caused me to reflect and rethink my previous selections, and I would like to replace the babes due to problematic information that has come out in regards to both babes, whose names I I did pronounce. Pronounce. I'd like to replace it with Cynthia Eggleson and Corinthia Knowles as the second runner-up. They're not problematic babes. They're good babes. They're hot babes. They definitely exist. Don't Google them. The bullets and the boogers, those, ain't, those remain the same. No, no revisions necessary. This concludes this update of babes, boogers, babes, bullets, and boogers. I mean, I really wish I didn't think... I wish it just was not... It wasn't Booger. I wish that isn't what I thought of. I wish I thought of something else. Alright, well, it sounds like, you know, traffic has been snarled up on the old... You know, the big highway by wherever. By that big highway that he comes down. Slurf on lipstick will not be able to make it for... Uh, today's edition of Time Check. However, we do have a uh, contingency plan. We do, in fact, have an understudy. And uh, it's not me. I don't want to do this shit. It's fucking stupid. Instead, we have... Uh, we're going to have Jimmy Fallon actually filling in. Uh, of course, as you know, Jimmy Fallon is me. 
No, unfortunately, um, Jimmy Fallon um, uh, was run over by a little tyke's tricycle that a small child was playing with on the sidewalk. The child accidentally hit Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon fell. And, and for I, th- I assume, you know, he must have hit his head or something. But no, actually, just his body was just so fragile somehow that it just crumpled under the very small car that was maybe a few feet wide and weighed maybe, I don't know, 10 pounds at most. It's really very strange. When you think about the way he went down, you almost don't even respect him. It's like, people get hit by much bigger things all the time and they're fine. It just makes you second guess everything you thought about Jimmy Fallon. And so what I'm going to be doing is, and another thing that I don't know if I explained in detail, is that uh, Jimmy Fallon is actually a rank. It's more like a title. And so it's been passed on to me. The previous Jimmy Fallon is no longer referred to as Jimmy Fallon. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Look, you don't have to like look into it that much. The fact is, I'm Jimmy Fallon. Welcome to Time Check. Um, I hope that you'll accept me. I know, you know, the community really just adores Slurp on Lipstick. They absolutely... They kiss and they spit on the the ground that he walks on. He asks them to do it. He thinks it's a sign of respect. I think he gets off on it, honestly. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and today we're going to bring out Rihanna. But first, I'm going to give you what you came here for. That's right. You want to know what time it is? I guess it's a big deal. Uh, My talents have, you know, been put to better use in, in previous incarnations of being Jimmy Fallon, but... So, okay, so everybody get really excited or something, or make make some noise, you know, clap it up, clap, jump up and down, go crazy, act like it's New Year's Eve, okay, ready, the time, it's 10.35pm. This time check brought to you by the Indian Ocean, how the ocean sponsor an ad. This message brought to you by the Indian Ocean Council. Come check out the Indian Ocean. Not much to see, but it's kind of nice. Wow. I wonder how much they paid for that ad. It was really good. And it looks like we're receiving a message now. We're all receiving a message from from Slurp Von Lipstick. It looks like he has actually arrived and he insists on... He insists on impugning the sanctity of both Time Check and the Jimmy Fallon lineage, but you know this is his domain. I do not. I do not want to start any shit. So I'll step out and I'll allow. I guess you know. I guess I'll let the terrorists win this time. Well, okay. Here's Slurp on lipstick, everybody. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what it's fucking called, player. It's called playing the fucking time game. That's right. It's me, Slurp on Lipstick. <clears throat> so yeah. So he already said here. So Jimmy Fallon already already gave the time. I'm is what I'm gathering. So I'm not really sure. Guess I don't really know what I do. If I that's you know that's out of the way. I guess I can just. Uh, yeah, I guess I can just be myself. I can, like, just let loose. Like, just relax. 
And I just want everyone to know that this thing about being caught in traffic, this is misinformation. I don't get stuck in traffic. I'm not that kind of person. I always find a way out. I always find an escape. And in this case, I just drove through. I actually drove across. I did drive across someone's lawn and property and pool. It was fine. It was a comp completely safe maneuver. The cops are allowed to do it. Why can't I do it? Cops are always ending up in pools. Get out of the pool. How are you gonna how are you gonna be force enforcing the laws when you're wet? This is why there's no law in the ocean. There's no justice in water. F different types of fish eating each other forever. That really doesn't actually sound that bad. So if you're ever out there and you're ever wondering, you know, I wonder what time it is, you know, just think, what would Slurp Von Lipstick do? You would check the time. I should check the time. You should always be checking the time. It's the key to success. As long as you, as long as you know what time it is, you'll never be late to the dentist, ever. As long as you know what time it is. You don't drag your ass. Which, you know, I did one time. And I, I was like three minutes late when I walked in the building but I was like two minutes away and I got a call and they're like can you be punctual and this was two minutes before my appointment I'm like I, it's not even I'm not even late yet you're are you're just assuming I'm preemptively late and sure I was a couple minutes late but here's why this is funny because they usually make me wait minimum 15 minutes every time I go I guess what that actually goes to show you is that even you can do everything right, you can do everything by the book, you can be on time, be a good boy, and still, what happens? You have to, you have to get a call from what we like. I'm like in traffic. It's like it's like the tone of your mom, like scolding you, and it's like I'm fucking, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in a moving vehicle to get there. Look, teeth are just part of the skeleton. So obsessed with like a part of the sky. It's not that big of a deal. It's just tease. Hey, that's a wrap, and I'm just glad that you. I'm just glad to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, clap for me. Clap more for me. I need more. Please give me more. Give me more attention. Yeah, I need more than that. I'm gonna need more than that. I need more. Okay, stop. Stop it. See, you guys always go way too far with it. It gets way out of hand. Do better. Do better. <clears throat> okay. Oh, strange energy on that one. Kind of a... We don't usually see him in that state. It's kind of a... It's a little bit scary, but it's also funny. I just like to see him experience displeasure of all kinds, and so I encourage it. By the way, I'm no longer speaking as Jimmy Fallon. I'm just myself. Yeah, and actually, you know, I wasn't going to say this, but new details have basically come out saying that basically he was completely splattered by that little tiny fucking toy. He didn't even crumble. He literally, like, they're still trying to get the viscera and all the blood out of the sidewalk. Like, he was essentially pulverized. They took a look at the toy. It's just a regular toy. It's a very weak man. But hey, you know, we gotta move on. 
So yeah, I just have to I just have to fill the rest of the time. Uh, you know, Slurp, he's got it easy. Comes out for a little bit of time. That's all he has to do. I have a much a much more difficult task at my feet here. I have to figure out what to talk about. I have to look into my heart and I have to look at what's there. Okay, I don't want to see that. I'll look somewhere else actually. So I'll just look around the room. I'll just maybe there's just something interesting going on. Maybe there's See, yeah, there's noises. I just heard a noise, so... Have you ever had a dream where... You have the innate feeling that you're having living the, the life experience of, like, an alternate you? I just have one because I have a recurring one in a specific apartment layout, and it's my apartment in the dream but it's no apartment that I've ever been to. But I've been there a few times, and every time I'm there, I'm surprised to find how big it is. Like, I'm, like, finding new, like, closets. Like, there's an answer, but, um, it's... You just have to accept not knowing. I think it's because we think of ourselves as, like, being separate from the unfolding of history, and we think of ourselves as being observers of our world instead of being a part of that world. As a result of that, we feel like we're entitled to the answers, to like, to know how, how things will turn out. Because it's like, it's like a story that's unfolding before us and we want to get to the end of it. But we're also the unfolding itself. And most of the answers, they don't really make a difference anyway. Y you know, in terms of practical, your practical day-to-day -day life. So it's... I think it probably, in terms of practicality, it reaches a point of diminishing returns. And then just kind of becomes like a, an obsession, I think, beyond that. But who knows? Maybe not. Counterpoint. How about if it wasn't? <laughs> okay, so now we've done both sides, and so that means I can move on to the next feature, and I can, I can uh, throw mashed potatoes around the room. I don't know. What do you want me to do? Top Thanksgiving food, absolutely no competition whatsoever, candy DMs. I have them once a year. And it's incredibly important that I get candy. It's, it's of utmost critical importance that I obtain candy DMs each and every Thanksgiving in perpetuity. Second to that, I might have a weird list. Second to that would be stuffing, then turkey, and then the frozen broccoli and cheese that we make. Then maybe the mashed potatoes. Cranberry sauce? Absolutely f Why don't you fucking walk away from me right now if you talk to me about cranberry sauce? Why don't you go march your ass to Plymouth Rock? Get it out of my sight. But I mean, it's all good. I mean, not the cranberry sauce, but... Thanksgiving, it's great. It's one of the good ones. Pumpkin and apple pie? I'll take both. Absolutely. Are you fucking joking? Are you joking? Next day, open-faced turkey sandwiches? Are you fucking serious? Absolutely. Absolutely, I'm serious. Open-faced turkey sandwiches for two days. And by the end of the week, it's turkey soup. Look, you know how it goes. You can't be relatable by just talking about something everyone experiences. Even though I guess, actually, that would be pretty much exactly how you would do it. See, I'm nailing it. What I would actually like to do is, I would like to pass, maybe if we can do this through like legislation, I'd like to pass a law 
which requires Panera Bread to be open on Thanksgiving. So Panera Bread is open on Thanksgiving. You can go to Panera Bread. You can just, it's just normal menu, normal food, nothing special whatsoever. I want to get all the people who show up together and I just want to dig in. I just want to see what is, what compelled you to be here on this day. What if it was like a family tradition to like go to Panera on Thanksgiving? It almost makes me like forget about like all the genocide we had to do to have a country. It's the, the way the wheel seems to turn, unfortunately. There's better ways to do it, but we'll, we're figuring it out. It's, we're working on it. I would say like we don't do genocide stuff anymore, but like there is a kind of a genocide happening right now. And uh, you're not allowed to talk about it. So, in terms of like Western culture and media, because there is definitely a shift in the mainstream media that um, seems to be towards some modicum of empathy and focus on the suffering of Palestinians. But there's a truly disturbing like descent into and putting like planting planting gun <laughs> planting guns in a hospital. Why go out of your way to say, like, it's, it's almost like the behavior of, like, a pathological liar, which, like, if you think about the way Israel, Israel is treated by the West, like, it's just like giving a, a child candy every single time it asks, what kind of behavior do you expect of it? Actually, everything I just said, by the way, doesn't represent any particular opinion of my own. I just read it off this, um, chat GPT just told me to say it, so I just typed in, like, what should I talk about, and I'm not exactly a fan of, like, comment threads being spammed now with, like, well, here's what chat GPT had to say. I don't feel like thinking, but here you go, here's something. And I'm wondering how many of those people even read what the fuck the thing said. So I don't think you should use it to replace thinking, I think you should try to come to conclusions on your own. It kind of seems like we have become very habituated to a system of thought that kind of treats us like basically robots since we're preparing the robots that are going to replace us right now as we speak. But I think we're giving all the wrong parts to the robots. Like, why are you giving the task of making art to AI? It doesn't really mean, I mean, the actual point of art is, is supposed to be communication self-expression of someone's human experience that you can relate to. So it's a message, it's essentially a message. Expecting AI to make great art is kind of missing the point of why great art is great art. It's like if, if you received a love letter but you only evaluated it based on like how good the grammar was. And I, I can also entertain the possibility that somebody could see AI art and feel something. In fact, I re-blogged something that I didn't even know was AI art because I thought it looked cool. And I later found out that it was. So it can be good. But making art is supposed is like a fun, it's like one of the perks of being human. So can we, do we get to keep that one? I don't know. I guess time will tell. By the way, all of this, I'm, this is all the, the what the bot said. Uh, these are all not my words, so let's show you. You know they're really t they're really taken over. So man, this one this one fruit fly in here is making my life hell. You might blame me that I'm that that's 
all it took to just absolutely bring me to rock bottom. But that's how it goes. One fruit fly? Fuck this. Just to be clear, I'm nowhere near rock bottom. In fact, quite the opposite. I'm, uh... I don't know, life just follows this weird cycle. I don't try to figure it out anymore. Um, I just see it for what it is. It's a cycle. But, you know, we focus on the way that, like, impermanence means everything that we care about succumbs to time. But we don't think about how the causes of our concerns and our suffering also succumb in the same way. Identifying and solving problems is the only explanation as to why we still exist. Because we were able to do that. And it served us well. I feel like, I think when you're feeling bad, most of it comes from an, an over, overt awareness of the fact that you feel bad. And you kind of think, why can't I just feel normal? And then that's the part that, uh, that really gets you. That's the part that really feels bad. It's like, I shouldn't feel bad. It's wrong to do this. And it's not wrong to. It's completely normal. It's completely unavoidable. And then you just kind of like look, you just step over it and you look down and you're like, oh, that's just a little event that's occurring. Then it goes away. So in other news, I bought, bought a pint, bought myself a pint down at the pub of um, Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. Here's the unfortunate news. This is 8% alcohol. If you're inexperienced with seltzer, it's generally like beer. It's like 3 to 5% range. So, I mean, it's one can. I think I'll be okay. And if not, it's fine. I like to throw up. It's, it feels good. I mean, it does. I mean, throwing up is the worst feeling. It's literally my least favorite thing. But, you know what feels amazing? The feeling of like, thinking, okay, I'm done throwing up now. What a relief. This is two seconds ago. This is the only thing I wanted and now I have it. And I'm so happy that I'm not a person who's throwing up. I accept I might throw up later. But for now, I am a not throwing up man. When you're throwing up, there's a part of you that's like, because it's happening to you, you think, this is what the rest of my life is going to be. This, it's going to be like this forever. I'm always going to be throwing up. But then you aren't. And to just recognize the cycle of barfs is to truly recognize the nature of reality. Anyway, this stream brought to you by Butterball. I hope everyone had a mind-blowing Thanksgiving. I hope I hope you got your shit blown right to shit. I hope your Thanksgiving blew your fucking socks right off. I hope it was an incredible exhilarating experience. Hey, I'm sure I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a great one. I'm going to enjoy it. Well, I guess I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.